You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into Locked On Cardinals for Thursday, January the 20th of 2022. I am Lucas Smith, host of the show at LJ Fastball on Twitter. Whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on your favorite podcasting platform, thanks for tuning in today to the show. We have a fun show for you today. It's a would you rather type question. We did a what if a couple weeks ago, uh, I guess a month ago at this point, three or four weeks ago, um, talking about what if playoff expansion had happened last season. And now we're talking about Would You Rather. It was a question posed by Jeff Carr, host of Locked On Reds, that I thought was interesting that we're going to run with. It's a question of a Would You Rather between Tyler O'Neill's future career and Matt Holliday's career already. It's very fascinating. I think sometimes we, at least I do, forget about how good Matt Holliday was, especially uh, in the early parts of his Cardinal career. We talk about Matt Holiday a lot in, in the context of, well, he's one of the players that the Cardinals got from Colorado and that he performed with St. Louis, proving that people can indeed hit outside of Coors Field. He's with the likes of Nolan Arenado, who proved that he can do it, as well as Larry Walker back in the 2004 season, especially helping the Cardinals to a National League pennant that year. So that's the context Matt Holiday has talked about a lot in, not necessarily after that. Yes, he was a big part of the 2011 lineup as well, uh, three, four, five, deadly um, part of the lineup with him, Lance Berkman, and the machine, Albert Pujols. So Matt Holiday was on a World Series championship team with the Cardinals in 2011, obviously a big part of some Rockies playoff teams. He had a wonderful career. So we're going to start looking at his career as it already stands out, because this would you rather is fascinating because you're thinking of a projection of a career versus a career that already happened. So it's thought-provoking. I, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer specifically in this one, but we're going to start with, with a Matt Holiday perspective of it because Matt Holiday had, had, had a fantastic career. His overall career numbers uh, at the end of the day, he, last season was in 2018. Uh, he was a 44.5 war, a win above replacement player, according to uh, baseball reference. He had a 299 batting average, so just below the 300 clip. On base at 379, he slugged 510, had an OPS of 889, an OPS plus of 132. He slugged uh, 316 home runs across his career, spanning from 2004 to 2018, so very impressive. This is somebody who was a second-place runner-up MVP in 2007 when he led the league in hits, doubles, RBI, batting average, and total bases. His best career year overall was in 2007. Fast forward three seasons, and he's with the Cardinals in 2010. Let's take a look at his dominant stretch with St. Louis. Okay, that's 2010. He also had a dominant stretch in 2009. But from 2010 to 2015. His dominant stretches um, as a Cardinal, okay? Uh, He played over 124 games in each season that I'm talking about except for 2015. But from 2010 to 2015, as a St. Louis Cardinal, he hit 294, had an on-base of 384, slugged 490, an OPS of 873, and an OPS plus of 140. Again, OPS plus, the average for that, the baseline, is 100. Anything above 100 is above average. Below 100 is below average. So Matt Holliday then was above average by plenty with a 140. He had 499 RBIs across those six seasons and 123 home runs. On average per season, he was hitting 20 home runs, driving in 83. And again, the batting average at 294, uh, slugging 490. 
Very impressive overall for his Cardinal career, including 2016 and 17, as well as the last part of 2009. He played eight years for the St. Louis Cardinals, 156 home runs as a St. Louis Cardinal, 293 the batting average, 494 the slugging, OPS plus of 138. Phenomenal. Just absolutely phenomenal career with the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals got him, um, again, in, in 2009. In 2009, in just 63 games with the Cardinals, was tremendous. He had 353, slugged 604, an OPS of 1,023. He had 13 home runs. Get this. He, he had 11 home runs in 93 games for Oakland in 2009. And then in 63 games with the Cardinals, he hit 13 home runs and drove in 55. Again, hit 353, was just absolutely phenomenal that season. He was a four-time All-Star with the Cardinals, 10, 11, 12, as well as 15. 2015, he was injured for most of the year, so only hit four home runs that year, uh, but only played in 73 games. Limited playing time due to injury and, and lack of performance in 16, um, 110 games. I think we all remember that emotional home run uh, that Matt Holiday hit in against the Pittsburgh Pirates in what everybody thought was going to be his last game, his last at-bat as a Cardinal because his contract was up. Just emotional. Uh, so Matt, Matt Holiday, I think, at least from my perspective, gets forgotten about of just how good he really was as a Cardinal. And it, obviously his entire career, 1,900-plus games, 300-plus home runs. Uh, I already mentioned those. So just a phenomenal career for Matt Holiday. I think he gets forgotten. I, I really do. Yes, he, his average was, was in the 300s, the upper 300 with Colorado early in his career. That dipped a little bit outside of Colorado. Uh, he hit 319 for Colorado, uh, 293, as I said, for the Cardinals. Uh, Oakland that one year, he hit 286 in, in New York when he was 37 in 2017. and 105 games, he hit just 231. But I think what also is impressive about Matt Holiday is that in his last season, he played just 25 games in 2018. But in 25 games for the Colorado Rockies, in which he developed a slighter relationship uh, with Nolan Arenado that they talked about a little bit throughout the beginning of this season, uh, he hit 283, had an on-base of 415, slugged 434, had two home runs across those 25 games. That's 53 at-bats. Pretty solid overall for somebody who was 38 at the time and you know, obviously didn't get that much playing time, 25 games. But still, he was pretty solid for the most part to the end of his career. Yes, I understand he struggled in 2016, 17 uh, uh, with the Yankees, had those down years, one year with the Cardinals, one year with the Yankees. But if, if you look at his, his hard hit percentage, you look beyond just the baseball reference numbers, you go to the to StatCast rankings. In 2017, at age 37, he was in the top 10% of the league in hard hit percentage. And the year before that, he was in the top 4% of the league in hard hit percentage. And he was in the top 2% of the league in exit velocity in 2016. So still hitting the ball hard. Matt Holliday was a strong man. And I think it's an interesting comparison comparing somebody that was as strong as Matt Holliday and comparing him to somebody that is as strong as Tyler O'Neill, Just absolutely massive. We all know Canadian uh, bodybuilder dad, and he obviously picked up a little bit of that strength gene. And Tyler O'Neill is one of the strongest people in all of baseball. Doesn't get a lot of recognition, in my opinion. I think he should have been in, in the home run derby. I think he would have hit some absolute bombs in the home run derby. But it's an interesting comparison. Because Matt Holliday was the was consistent as consistent gets from 2010 to 2014, but I count 15 because he was consistent for the first half of that season. And that, that was in the end of his prime to the start of his, his swan song years, if you will. I mean, that's 30 to 35. 
Those were his ages. Um, and his lowest OPS was in that last year in 2015, or OPS plus, excuse me, of 121. So this is somebody that had a remarkable Cardinal career. Is he a Cooperstown Hall of Famer? Doubtful. But if you look at his Cardinal career, 156 home runs as a Cardinal, part of a World Series championship team, went to another World Series in 2013. He was one of the few people that hit in that World Series, if, if you remember, in 2013. Uh, just had some phenomenal, phenomenal careers. Uh, or Phenomenal uh, postseasons, if you will, excuse me. You, you go to that 2013 uh, World Series against the... Um, Boston Red Sox. He had that home run against Ryan Dempster. He, he was one of the, the, the key offensive contributors of that team. He was a leader of that team. You know, the batting average wasn't, wasn't outstanding, but he still had a great NLDS. And the, the overall postseason was incredible. He was 6-for-20 in, in the NLDS. Had a home, hit a home run. Had two home runs in the World Series. Had a home run in each round. Home run, one home run in the DS, one home run in the Championship Series, and two in the World Series. Dude just straight up hit. He was, a, he was a monster when he was on his game. Big leg kick, strong guy. Nicest guy as well. Just absolute funny guy. Love his interactions with Jim Hayes in the postgame. So that's Matt Holliday. The appeal to Matt Holliday is just a strong man that goes out there, doesn't even care where he hits it. Left, right, center, left, center, right, center, down, the, down one of the lines. He's going to hit it hard wherever he hits it. Tyler O'Neill tapped into that potential in 2021. So we'll talk about Tyler O'Neill's um, side of the coin next in terms of he gave us a lot in 2021 which Tyler O'Neill are we going to get going forward in 2022 and beyond and again hopefully we actually get a full 2022 of Tyler O'Neill so all that in mind we'll talk about Tyler O'Neill coming up in just a moment but it's still January so I, I hope you're still sticking to your New Year's resolutions if it was getting fit or eating healthier and if you're starting to wane off I encourage you to get back on that horse and put Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I would argue it tastes better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to that resolution because you get a tasty treat that is extremely healthy as well because these Built Bars are covered 100% in chocolate and also have the following health benefits. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, you're going to get 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, dozens of net carbs, and no protein. So go get... A Built Bar now at Built.com. There's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut, almond, peanut butter, brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, mint, brownie, that and more. Built.com also has exclusive limited time flavors coming out. So keep your eyes at Built.com. And if I haven't enticed you enough, here's a way to save some money. You can get healthy, you can get a delicious treat, and you can save 15% off your purchase at Built.com with the promo code LOCKED15. L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 gets you 15% off at Built.com. Go ahead and use that promo code now and get yourself some Built Bars today. Tyler O'Neill is an interesting fellow. In 2018, 19, and even 20, a lot of people, myself included, were worried about is he going to be a a Randall Grichuk 2.0? Even a borderline Steven Piscotty, but more so a Randall Grichuk 2.0. All the potential, all the strength in the world, all the ability in the world, but just was never able to put it together in a Cardinal uniform. Grichuk has had a fine career in Toronto and Good for him. Sometimes a change of scenery is what is best for a player. Tyler O'Neill proved that the Cardinals got 
that right and sticking with O'Neal. They proved that Tyler O'Neal is the guy. Because in 2021, he was top 10 in the MVP, had a gold glove, 286 the batting average, 352 the on-base, 560 the slugging. That's right, 560 for an OPS plus of 912, 150 the OPS plus, had 34 home runs, 80 runs driven in, throw in 26 doubles and throw in 15 steals as well. He is the complete package. I'll, get, I'll compare the two in segment number three because there are some things that Tyler O'Neill can do that Matt Holliday didn't necessarily do, uh, especially later in his career. Um, but Tyler O'Neill can, can absolutely do it all. I, I talk about this a lot, especially when I'm talking about the three outfielders, O'Neill, Bader, and Carlson. They can all hit for average. On, on you know, Not saying 330, 340, but they can hit well enough. They can all hit for power. Light tower power, if you're talking about Tyler O'Neill specifically. They can all field the baseball. They can all go out and catch the baseball, sometimes when it's pretty far away. They can all throw a baseball very hard and very far and have cannons. And they can all run like the wind. Tyler O'Neill, when he's at his best, is the complete package. The only question I have, because at first glance, especially if you're you know, if you're using some recency bias here, not only is Tyler O'Neill still playing, but you're using some recency bias in terms of his 20, 2021 was great. At first glance, this would you rather question, easy, no questions asked. I'm taking Tyler O'Neill's future. The problem comes in when you look at Tyler O'Neill's whole career. Because from 2018 to 2020, it was a different Tyler O'Neill. He had 229, he had an on base of 291, he still slugged 422. But an OPS of 713, an OPS plus of 91. Hit 21 home runs across 171 games. On average per season, he was playing just 57 games, hitting 7 home runs. And per 162, he was hitting 20 home runs. That's not terrible. Home runs were coming at a great rate. But he was striking out 145 times per 162 from that first stretch. And then you fast forward to 2021, and his numbers jump through the roof. Struck out a decent amount still, 168 and 138 games. But he put up 34 home runs, excuse me, 34 home runs. Drove in 80 runs driven in, stole 15 bags in just 138 games. And again, that 560 slugging percentage is absolutely ridiculous. Here are Matt Holliday's slugging percentages as a Cardinal. 2009 in part-time role, 604. Part-time was only 63 games, what I mean by that. 2010, 532. And continuing forward each year, 525, 497, 490, 441, 410, 461 in his final year as a Cardinal in 110 games in 2016. So that 560 slugging mark is a mark that Matt Holliday only reached in his partial year in 2009. His next highest was 532 in 2010. So that that is a stat, that is a marker that Tyler O'Neill hit that Matt Holliday never hit in a full season as a Cardinal. Because even in that 2009 season, his full slugging percentage was 515, which is still remarkable. Don't get me wrong. Remarkable. But if we're comparing hitting this marker, that's a, that's a, that's a, that, is an, that is a very impressive marker uh, that Tyler O'Neill hit that Matt Holliday did not. But again, the problem comes in the, the play. Which Tyler O'Neill are you going to get? His expected batting average in 2020 was in the bottom 5% of the league. His weighted on base was the bottom 9% of the league in 2020. 
Had a lot of red on his stat cast in 2021. I'll read all the red. Red beans during the top, at least the top 10%. So that's good, right? So 2021 barrel percentage, top 3% of the league. How often are you getting the ball on the barrel? 17.9%. Again, top 3% of the league qualifiers. Exit velocity on average was 93 miles an hour. That's top 6% of the league. His expected slugging was 583, top 3% of the league. Weighted on base, jumped up over 100 points to 384 for the top 7% of the league. His expected weighted on base was 392, top 7%. And his hard hit percentage was 52.2%, top 7% of the league. That is wildly impressive. The hard hit percentage jumped 20%. 15%, excuse me. That, that is a wonderful improvement. The career trajectory probably isn't going to be a career year every year. That's not how baseball, that's not how sports work overall. Diamond, diamond dozen, you know, very few people have a career year, year after year. Mike Trout's probably one of them. <laughs> At least it seems that he has a career night every night. One of the best players of all time. So if Tyler O'Neill can get healthy and play a full season, because he, he is still yet to play a full season and remain healthy in it. He played 61 games in 2018, 60 games in 2019. Wasn't the starter both either one of those years. So I understand that. Played 50 games, so that's a full season, but it was COVID-shortened, so 50 out of 60. And then 138 games in 2021 with a, with a DL stint mixed in there. Or IL, excuse me. DL is outdated. <laughs> An injured, injured list. So that's the concern I have about jumping on the Tyler O'Neill train in terms of this context. Again, you all know that I'm a huge Tyler O'Neill fan. I think he's going to do great things. But it, for the sake of the conversation, these are the things we have to think about. If you want Matt Holiday, his entire career, because again, if you're going to ask a guy, you know, if you're carving out a career, a realistic, good, above average career, 299 average, 299 average, excuse me, 316 home runs, 1,200 RBIs, an on-base percentage of 379, a slugging percentage of 510, an OPS of 889, an OPS plus of 132 across a 15-year career, including a world championship. That's a freaking solid career. A lot of guys would kill for that kind of career. Absolutely kill for it. And this was Tyler O'Neill's age 26 season. So let's let's do this one comparison before we take a break and do a full comparison. Age 26 season for Matt Holiday was an all-star year. His first year as an all-star. He hit 326, had an on-base of 387, a slugging percentage of 586 for an OPS of 973. Again, the, that slugging percentage of 586 is obviously higher than the slugging percentage of 560. But when I was talking about that earlier, the clarification was... That was a mark Tyler O'Neill hit with the Cardinals that Matt Holiday never hit with the Cardinals, okay? So again, Matt Holiday slash line in 2006, his 26th season, 326, 387, 586, OPS of 973, OPS plus 137. At 34 home runs, 114 runs driven in, 45 doubles, 196 hits overall, walked 47 times, struck out 110. And that was all across 155 games. 155. Only missed seven games. Tyler O'Neill across 138 games, obviously. Home runs are the same. 34 and 34. Matt Holiday had more doubles, 45 to 26. Higher batting average, uh, 286 was O'Neill's and 326 was Holiday's. On base for Holiday, 387. 
352 for O'Neill, so Holiday had it higher there, higher slugging, and therefore, obviously, um, a higher OPS was 912 for O'Neill and 973. Pretty close, especially when you get to the 900 range. OPS plus for Holiday that year was 970 or was 137, and O'Neill's OPS plus was 150, so a higher OPS plus for O'Neill. But most of the categories do go to Matt Holiday in terms of the age 26 season. There is the fact that he did play home games in Colorado that could have aided those numbers. For the sake of comparison, when you're looking at this time in their careers at this aged season, Matt Holiday had the better overall season. It's hard to compete with 34 home runs, 114 RBI, an OPS plus of 137, an OPS near 1,000. Hard to compete with that. He was an all-star. He's 15th in the MVP, Silver Slugger that year. That's also something Matt Holiday has that Tyler O'Neill does not. Matt Holiday won the Silver Slugger in 06, 07, 08, 09. So he has four Silver Slugger awards. Tyler O'Neill yet to win a Silver Slugger award. So that's just a preview of the comparison. We'll finish up the show comparing them overall. And I'll give my my answer to the question. Would you rather Tyler O'Neill's future career be it an unknown versus Matt Holliday's current career? So all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we all want to win some money, and I want to tell you a way how, and that's at betonline.ag. Betonline would like to wish everybody a happy new year, and they are the number one spot for the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year, new updated desktop and mobile website, so be sure to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to get started for 50% welcome bonus. Whether it's football as the playoffs are ramping up, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, or your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet Online is where the game starts. Matt Holiday versus Tyler O'Neill. Matt Holiday, already one of the best left fielders the Cardinals have ever seen, especially when you look at his Cardinal-only numbers. Tyler O'Neill, one of the best young outfielders in baseball. A part of, in my opinion, the top, what, what could be the top outfield in all of baseball when all three are healthy and all three are playing at the level of which they can play. This would you rather is Fascinating. I loved this question posed by Jeff Carr of Locked On Reds. Loved it. Because it's two guys that, that have a lot of similarities. Left field, Cardinals, likable guys, strong guys, imposing threats at the, at the plate. It's a fascinating question. There are a couple of things, in my opinion, that separate Tyler O'Neill's future from Matt Holiday. One is the defense. Matt Holiday was not a bad defender. We all remember him throwing out Mike Napoli in, in the 2011 World Series. But Matt Holiday never, never won a gold glove. He was never regarded as one of the best defensive left fielders in all of baseball, as Tyler O'Neill is regarded as one of the best left fielders in all of baseball. The other thing is the speed, the stolen base threat. Yeah, for, for Tyler O'Neill, he had 15 stolen bases in 2021. Matt Holiday albeit stole some bags early in his career. His highest was 2008. He had 28 steals. It was 28 for 30. It's an impressive mark. 
He also stole double-digit bags in 05, 06, 07, 09. And other than that, it was low numbers. So by the time he became a Cardinal at age 30, age 29 in 2009, but full-time Cardinal in 2010 and age 30, he wasn't stealing money bags. He stole, this, this is his stolen base total by year for, for the Cardinals. 9, 2, 4, 6, 4, 2, 0. And again, in his age 26 season, Matt Holiday stole 10 bags, 10 bags. Tyler O'Neill stole 15 bags in his 26 season. So the speed and the defense excite me for Tyler O'Neill. And even if the Cardinals only get him for two, three more years. For this, would you rather, my answer and as good as Matt Holiday was, as big as a fan as I was of Matt Holiday when I was 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, my would you rather is Tyler O'Neill, even with the unknown of it all. I think Tyler's career trajectory is something special. I really do. I think if he can cut down on the strikeouts and stay healthy, which he has shown to do and use the ball to all fields and not just become pull happy, because Tyler O'Neill could hit the ball with authority to all fields, I think Tyler O'Neill can be a top player in baseball. So my answer is Tyler O'Neill. I love Matt Holiday. Not trying to disrespect him. Matt Holiday, I've told, said it four times, I think, on this podcast already. This episode, one of the best outfielders the Cardinals have ever seen in a in a Cardinal uniform, especially when you narrow it down to left fielders. Had some great moments, but for the purpose of this question, I'm going. Tyler O'Neill. What do you think? Let me know in the comments section below on YouTube. Email lockedoncards at gmail.com. Reply to the, the tweet. Reply to a, a Instagram post on LO underscore Cardinals. DM me at LJ Fastball. Let me know your thoughts on the matter. It's a fascinating question. One that I deeply enjoyed talking about today. I hope you enjoyed listening or watching, whichever one it was. Thanks for tuning in today to the Locked On Cardinals podcast. I encourage you to go listen to Locked On Blues next as the Locked On Blues podcast. Uh, the Blues seem to be having a pretty solid season. Uh, Thomas and Josh have it for you over there on Locked On Blues. Until I've talked to you guys the next time, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic rest of your day.